increasing regulation, market saturation, and rising interest rates. Still think short-term rentals make sense? You're not alone. Join industry experts Bill Faith and Kenny Bedwell as they discuss how you can invest while still staying ahead of the curve, identifying trends before they happen, or blowing them away outright with their insights. This is STRonomics. The podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Market My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with Mark and my STR. Hey, everybody. Welcome to STRonomics. This is my main man, Kenny Bedwell from STR Insights. What's up, buddy? Hey, not much. Um, first off, I have been getting a ton of messages from people about how much they like my Flamingo shirts. So... See yeah. what happens? I'm building your brand, buddy. I talk <laughs> shit about your flamingo shirts. I know. I was throwing a parallel line of flamingo shirts for short-term rental hosts. <laughs> yep, exactly. Nice. Well, today you should have your flamingo shirt on because we're going to talk about I'm losing three grand a month. What do I do? So, I mean, I just got off a coaching call with somebody I love dearly. You know who it is. They're losing three grand a month right now uh, in the Smokies. It's not easy going out there. I just shared with you that my number one property, I did $357,000 in 2022. I'm not losing three grand a month, but I'm going to have about a, probably a 25, 26% dip. You know, I have three weeks open during the summer right now. One, I got it. It was booked and they canceled and I got 50% back, but three weeks open for me, that's about $16,000 per week payout. That's almost 50 G's. That's like 50, 48,000 bucks, mm. right? If I don't get those sold, I'm pricing optimizing like I've never done before. And, you know, really probably since 2017 or 18, I even have to do it in 2019, Kenny. So I'm sure you get some people that are calling you. What do I do? Times are tough. I'm losing money on my property. I just did my super host Sunday yesterday on analyzing your portfolio and looking at your equity and your cash flow and all that type of stuff. What's the first thing that you would say to somebody that, that calls you and says, hey, I'm losing X, what should I do? Uh, so there's a couple of factors. So number one, the biggest thing is looking at, first off, can you do anything to your listing? Can you optimize your listing? Have you even tried optimizing it? Where are you falling in your rankings? Getting quality of photos, checking like amenities in your competition. Really look at your competition. Are they getting booked and you're not? Why is that? If that's the case, I don't know. So that's kind of one piece of it. So first look at your own property and I guess look within, remove your, like remove any of the pride, look at your competition and compare, compare and contrast, see what they're doing that you're not doing. Or if they're booked, try to figure out why they're getting booked. And, and then maybe that helps you. So that would be number one. 
The second thing is, and the second biggest thing is, let's assume that you've done all this optimization, which we can dive into later in the data behind that. But let's let's put that aside and say you've done all that and there's just no demand coming into the market, meaning the, the, the market's oversaturated or the market's saturated. It's not oversaturated, it's just saturated. And there's no demand. So you have to go out and create demand. That's where marketing comes in, direct, you know, email, Facebook ads, things like that. You have to do that. Okay. So those are the two things I would do first before you, before I would just bail and sell on the property. So I guess you're hundred percent correct, but even before, and you need to do all that stuff, but I think before, maybe it's the third thing you really need to do a financial analysis and see where you stand on your property. Cause most of you don't know, most of you don't know how much yep. real equity you have in your property. Most of you aren't running P L's. Uh, you know, every single month. So you don't, you're, you're not running a cash flow statement. Those are the three critical things, in my opinion, that you need to understand. Because look, if you're losing two or $3,000 a month, and you've got no equity in your property, because you did a 0% down or a 5% FHA or a 10% down, you're fucked, right? So then you only have one option. And that's to figure out a way to generate more revenue. That's the only option you have, right? Unless you're just independently wealthy or a hedge fund manager and you can make bad investments, you know, and buy your way out of it. But I know Kenny and I don't live in that boat and most of us do not. So let's take a deeper dive into our property and see what it is. I want to take a step back to one of the first things that I heard Kenny say. And I think one of the things as a marketer that moves the needle more than anything else, Kenny, and I wish we, we were, I know we do this on video and we post it on our YouTube channels, but it's really a podcast, right? So it's hard to discuss this, but the mm -hmm. quality of your images, and I'm not just talking about average with this versus like professional photos. I'm talking like the next level up, the super professional photos, right? Like Andrew Keller, the kid, you know, as an example, he takes great photos, great, you know, he helps stage if people haven't staged. You have to stage your photos. You better have a runner and a centerpiece and chargers and plates and napkins rolled up and wine and charcuterie on your fucking dining room table. I do not want to see a bare bones dining room table in your property, let alone just good images. So I think, Kenny, there, there's not enough discussion about what's the difference between horrible, good, and amazing photos. And when you're talking about professional photos, I know what you fucking mean. You mean amazing photos, not just the really good photos. There's a big difference in all the Mac Daddy super properties that are out there have amazing photos. The beds look phenomenal. The couch pillows are chopped. The rug ties into the decor, ties into the couch pillows, ties into the piece of artwork. You know, on the wall, it's all done to look like the last 90 seconds of an HGTV show. I literally, so I just did that maximizing revenue event this past, this past weekend. And, you know, we, so uh, John Bianchi and I, we talked about that. And one of the things, so he, he talked about like the type of photos you need to take. And what I've realized and what I've seen in the data, and I almost want to just like, I wish I could just share my screen. I mean, maybe I can. I can share some you really You can cool because this will be on YouTube. All right. I'm going to do it. And I'll talk about Are you it. So just so everybody knows, I post every episode of STRnomics and STR Unfiltered to the Build Short-Term Rental Wealth YouTube channel. Are you posting these to your YouTube channel, STR Insights channel, Kenny? 
I will. I need no, to. And he's going to start words. posting them. So we recently at um, STR Insights Week uh, have been really focused on calculating the value that particular amenities have and the impact they have on revenue. So for example, oh, if I had a hot tub in this type of market, how much you know, revenue can that bring you? And what's the impact down by property type and bedroom count? And what's interesting, so let me share my screen with you and actually show like just a chart of this on a higher level. And we're just going to take a look at lake markets for now. And we're about to nerd out. So let's so buckle up. <laughs> okay, so what we're looking at are the is the impact, it's a chart of hot tub, so properties with hot tubs in lake markets, specifically lake markets. So we have bedroom counts, one through six, and we have the amount of revenue that these properties make. So the properties with blue do not have hot tubs. So these are one bedroom, you know, one through six, do not have hot tubs. And the black line in between represents the average. Properties that are in orange, their revenue here are properties with hot tubs. You, so you can see naturally the average revenue for properties with hot tubs is higher than the average revenue for properties without. However, there are still properties with hot tubs that make less money than properties without hot tubs in lake markets. So what's the difference? And if you look at the difference, it comes to the photo and how that's being marketed. So if we know that a hot tub has a high impact on revenue in a particular market like lake markets, we need to market and advertise that in our short-term rental listing. And if you look at the properties that are making below average with hot tubs and you look at their images, they're not marketing their hot tubs or they show an image of their hot tub, but it's like the covers on it. And it's not like, you know, like going on like, you know, or even a picture of the view. And um, man, I, I have a presentation where I actually, you know what, I'm going to pull it up because it's worth it. You guys need to see this visually because it's so important to understand that, you know, hot tubs have a significant impact or can have a significant impact on the revenue in these type of markets, but it's the photo. So it's the, the photo and how you're marketing the property and not just, or the, the, the amenity and not just adding the amenity itself. So in image one, for those listening on the podcast, you're going to want to watch this on YouTube to visualize this and see this. So these two properties that I'm showing, there's images, it's a, they're in the same market. They're the same bedroom count, but the first property is making $20,000 more for having a smaller hot tub and not even being lake front. So this other property is lake front, but this is their image with their hot tub. And we just looked at the data that suggests that, not suggests, it says that hot tubs have a significant impact on revenue. And so, however, the property that's off the lake, but had took the better picture and marketed the hot tub in a better way is generating $20,000 more than the property who just has the picture of that's on the lake, but the, the cover in the hot tub, you know, the covers on the hot tub and it doesn't look very appealing. So the pictures and how you market an amenity deck is really what determines the impact that adding that particular amenity will have. And that's what can get you to the next level. If you're struggling, I'm losing 3k a month. Do you, first off, do you have the amenities that are important? And then how are you marketing those amenities to your guests? That's so important in understanding not only what type of amenities you need, but the type of guests that are coming there and how you're marketing to them. Thoughts, Bill? I mean, you, you've you learned well, young Padawan. 
<laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it's all about the marketing. Um, I'm sitting over here on my, my screen and I'm watching the video that Chris shot of my new Montana property. And there's not one piece of data that will show that making a $4,700 investment into a barrel sauna will move the needle. But because of the view that that barrel sauna is going to have, because it's sitting next to the hot tub that looks down the really upriver to, a, I'm looking at it right now, to the lake, to the Canadian Rockies, the view. So this is part of the view combined with the lady sitting in the hot tub with a beautifully staged photo with an incredible for this. This is an amazing, this is a super photo. This is a decent photo. That's really a shitty photo and what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. So this whole podcast is going to end up talking about photos. Really. We might have to change the title of this, but this is the difference maker here. And it's because this is staged and you have a great photographer. This is probably on the right, an average photo for most listings that are on Airbnb. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, except for I'm staring at a dead tree and I'm looking at a hot tub with, you know, the cover on it. And I'm looking at the siding of a house with some snow down there on the ground. And part of my view looks like it's blocked by a barbecue that's sitting in, in stairs. I have no view. That looks like a shitty experience to me, right? So yeah. you, it, I'm, I'm being dead honest. It's not great. Over here, this lady's got a bottle of wine or whatever that is, and she's sitting in the hot tub by herself. I just get the feeling that she's relaxed and she's enjoying the sunset over the open meadow and, and the hill down there. It's beautiful. And that's the point of what we're talking about here. That, and you know, I'm not in any way talking negatively about Kenny's data because it's 100% correct. But this is what I'm talking about. This is the intangible part that you have to visualize how you're going to market a property. So for those of you that are struggling, you need somebody like me to come in and see your property and tell you how to market it. You need a designer to stage it for you. Then you need the best freaking photographer you can afford to take the best photos. It's not good enough. Half of these photographers, 90% of the photographers that take real estate photos suck. Well, you know, and I look at your listings and they don't get full images of, of rooms and they don't use the rule of thirds. And Chris and I did this in our host Academy, Kenny, and like this great property in Colorado and half the pro half the photos or like a third or greater showing the fucking ceiling. And they spent like 1200 bucks, you know, to get these photos done. So I, I look at like photography and the photo shoot, just like I do about buying a property. You should never buy a property unless you put your own eyes on the property and you should be the one staging and telling the photographer what you want and checking their photos when they're on site. If you don't do that, you're gonna end up with stuff that's cut. They don't know the value. At the very least, we have to dictate to the photographer what we want photographed and how we want it to be depicted. If they don't know how that particular space is going to be utilized or the message that we want to send through their photography, then you're leaving everything up to them. And most of the photographers you're using are average at best. Yeah. And you got to educate your photographer. Don't, uh, don't be afraid to tell them, look, I need shots that emphasize these things about my property because, and those, and you're telling them what the goal is. Also, um, one thing I want to mention here too, is that the Airbnb algorithm 
focuses on certain aspects in your photos. So it's looking for drone shots. It's looking for dusk shots. It's looking for properties that have water, images with water in it. It's looking for properties with an interior shot with an exterior view that you can see. Um, it's looking for key things that will make and help you rise in the rankings, which naturally increases revenue as well. So we want to feed the algorithm what it wants so that we can get higher up in it to show that we're more popular and that we are you know, showing a property that looks appealing to guests. The easiest way to do this and to prove what I just said, go to airbnb.com and just look at the homepage. Look at the photos of the properties that are pulled up and see, are there drone shots? Are there shots with water in them? Like, what are you seeing in the images that stand out to you? And teaching your photographer who's coming, tell them, I need shots like this. I need sh I need that shot that's going to look like this. And this is how you should do it. Even if you don't, like, I'm not a photographer, but when my photographers come to my property, I'm walking around with them and telling them, shoot it this way, shoot it like this, because they don't know. They're not hosting people like we are. They don't understand the rankings like we understand the rankings. And maybe you don't understand the rankings yet, but you're learning about it now. So don't be afraid to educate your photographer because there's certain shots they have to take they won't know how to take. And you're going to tell them, this is what I need. And they should, if they're competent enough, they'll understand. I couldn't agree couldn't agree more. So is this just the, the photography episode? Of, I mean, you're losing money. You This is really what you need. To what do I do? You evaluate your, your, your photos. You evaluate your marketing. What are you doing to attract guests to your place? Photos is a huge piece of that. So I mean, we can, but I mean, also like there's other things too. So <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next episode, because I think that the photos are the first place that I start every single time. And it's funny, people ask me when I'm doing listing optimization reviews, well, how come you don't start with a description? That's the copy. That's the yeah. the stuff that, you know, every algorithm needs with keywords and that type of stuff. It's the photos first. It starts with your first five. It kind of goes back to what you said about water when you were doing the research and whether you're on a lake, a river, you know, the ocean about showing the water in that first image to increase conversion, right? So yeah. a lot of these things are very tactical, but it, it all, I can't emphasize this enough. It all has to do with the quality of your photos. And it's not just a photographer. Just to recap the, this entire 20 minute episode, it starts with getting a great photographer, but it really goes back to how you're staging and how you stand out. If, and what happens, Kenny, you see this too, I'm sure it's everybody, everybody, most people decorate, especially when they self-decorate, they do what their neighbors do or what their other competitors do. You know, it's the bare stuff and the traditional stuff and the Smokies, right? They don't stand out. They don't use nice white duvets and European pillows and that type of stuff to make it feel luxurious. I mean, how many people have, you know, uh, multiple types of pillows? Do you have a, a, a pillow, you know, in your, you have pillows in your closet. So we, we do three sets of pillows. So we, we always have a firm and a, a medium on our beds. And then we put the light, you know, up in the closet and we let them know that, you know, it kind of goes back a lot of it back to the, the sentiment of, of your guests to understanding what they do. And you've talked about this previously is really even doing the enemy method on the reviews for the properties that are ranked higher than you, you know, and what, what is the guest sentiment? What do they love about those properties? But um, I think the number one place, in my opinion, are the photos. That's why I kind of jumped in on that. I was planning on talking about marketing and this and all that, but really it doesn't do any good if you don't have uh, well-designed, well-staged and well-photographed property. I, yeah, I agree with that. So that's the place that I would start. Awesome. We'll talk about some marketing stuff and some different things that we can do in listing optimization in a future episode. 
But for this one, thanks for joining us today, everybody. Happy hosting. Thank you for listening to STRonomics. Stay ahead of the curve and subscribe today. This podcast is a hospitality.fm production.